You are now listening to Changing Lives, a podcast presented by Mount Gilead Full Gospel International Ministries, hosted by co-pastor Elena Robertson. Hello and welcome to our podcast, Changing Lives, as we are changing lives with the Word of God. I am so excited to be coming to you today. Um, I have some things that have been on my heart in light of all that's going on in our lives and in the world today. It's just been really pressing on my heart. And I have a question for you. I want to know, where is your mind? And that's a loaded question because I think in this day and time and, and, and all that's going on, I think it's important for us to locate where are we. And so I'm going to share with you some, uh, of course, the Word of God because that is our change agent um, in our lives. And so um, I'm going to share uh, some scriptures with you and just some things that the Lord laid on my heart. We've been talking about uh, disciplines of a godly family and I think this is just paramount to uh, the foundation of um, some of the disciplines that we ought to have in our lives, and certainly disciplines of a godly family, and that is dealing with our minds. And so I want to start out with the scripture that I've been meditating on uh, in Isaiah 26.3. And in the New King James Version, it says, you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. And the Amplified, it reads this, you will guard him and keep him in perfect and constant peace, whose mind, both its inclination and its character is stayed on you. Why? Because he commits himself to you, leans on you, and hopes confidently in you. And that is just a powerful scripture. And so that's my question based on this. Where is your mind? Is your mind stayed on the Lord? Is your mind stayed on the spiritual truths that you've been trained up in, the spiritual truths that you've been reading about in the word of God, the spiritual truths that your pastor, your bishop has been ministering to you, the spiritual truths that you've declared down through the years, um, the word of God changes not, and his word is forever settled in heaven. Every, every single bit of it. When his word is released in the earth realm, it's not going to come back to him void. It's going to accomplish exactly what his word said it will do. Do you know the entrance of his word? When his word enters into our heart, it brings light. It brings illumination. Hallelujah. And so as I share this word with you, 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 this has to be your truth for this day and time. And so if your mind is stayed on the Lord, then you're going to have perfect peace. I mean, you can't get any better than that, than to have perfect peace. I mean, the kind of peace that I always think about, that perfect peace that Jesus had when he was on, on the Sea of Galilee and the, and the storms were raging and, and, and the the boat was looking like it was getting ready to capsize and, and the disciples on the boat were freaking out because they were thinking, we're going to die, we're going to die. And what was Jesus doing? He was at the bottom of the boat, sleeping, taking a nap. I mean, come on now. I mean, that, that had to be perfect peace to be in the midst of a storm where lives are in danger and you'll be able to have peace enough to be able to take 
a nap. That's that's amazing. And so that that is kind of like my plumb line whenever things in in my mind or are are just going helter skelter and 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 there's all kinds of reports going out in the world and some of them are definitely factual evidence of things that are happening but there is a spiritual truth that that we have to have a resolve with in our spirit that no matter what is going on God wants us to be in peace and so the main way that you can be in peace is to keep your mind stayed on God God who is your source God who who is the one that will keep you from falling God who is our protector God who is the almighty father who loves us who cares for us who fights for us amen and so um so that's a loaded question uh where is your mind I want to read the scripture uh Psalm uh 91 because that has been another scripture that I've been standing on our apostle he admonished us to 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 uh to pray that scripture over our lives. I've been praying it over my life, my husband's life, my family life, the community. I've been praying it over my church life and declaring and decreeing what it says. I'm going to read uh um first of all the the first verse, but then I'm going to go and switch over to the uh passion version because I think that is very um dynamic in the way that it 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 um interprets Uh, Psalms 91, but it says, Psalms 91 verse one says, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty. Now, before I go any further, that there is a condition that's in this particular scripture. And it says, he that dwells in the secret place. So that I have another question. Where are you dwelling? Where are you dwelling in your mind? Where are you dwelling in your heart during this day and time? Are you dwelling in the secret place? Are are you dwelling in the presence of God? Now, you know, when I say, you know, dwelling in the presence of God, it doesn't mean that you have to be locked up in your secret closet, but I'm talking about a a, a God consciousness, a a connectiveness to God where where your mind is is in his presence no matter where you are. If you you may be um, a, a uh, 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 someone who's in the medical field who may be in the midst of, of, of helping people dealing with this crisis, dealing with this virus. Um, uh, but you can still be in a place where you're able to dwell in that secret place, even in the midst of being amongst all the dangers and, and, and the things that may be out there that could be exposing you to this virus. And so where are you dwelling? When you're at home, when um, when you're finding out uh, new information about what's going on, the updates, um, where are you dwelling? Are you dwelling on the updates or are you dwelling on the spiritual truths, the truth about uh, your destiny, the truth about your life, the truth about your body, the truth about who we are uh, as children of God? And so it says, he that dwelleth in the secret place, uh, of the most high shall abide 
under the shadow of the Almighty. And so let me go on to read to you dealing with the Passion Version because it is very powerful. It says here in the first verse, it says, when you sit enthroned under the shadow of the Almighty. So before we go into any of that, you you, you got to check where are you sitting? Where are you dwelling? Where Where is your mindset? Where is your heart set at? Um, what have what has made its home or abode uh, in, in your presence in, in 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 your existence? And so it says, when you sit enthroned under the shadow of Shaddai, you are hidden in the strength of God Most High. He hides you, but you got to dwell in His presence. You you got to be. Uh, uh, fixed in his presence. You got to be set in his presence. You got to be sitting in his presence, not a physical sitting. Now you'll have your moments when you're going to be in your secret closet, your, your place of prayer, your pray, your pl- place where you can meet God. But let me tell you something. You can meet God in your car. You can meet God if you're in the hospital helping somebody else. You can meet God even if you're in the hospital dealing whatever you may be dealing with in your body. So I'm here to tell you, get connected to God and Stay in his presence and he will strengthen you. He will give you what you need to be able to weather this storm. The second verse says, he that hope, he's the hope that holds me and the stronghold to shelter me. The only God for me and my great confidence. He will rescue you from every hidden trap of the enemy and he will protect you from false accusations and any deadly curse. Let me tell you that false accusation. I know that the enemy is bringing accusations against you. He's telling you that you're going to die, that you sh- that, 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 that your life is going to be short, that you're going to catch this virus, that, that you're going to get sick and, 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 and your family members. And he, he is, he, he is instilling and reaping havoc uh, throughout the world and, and making accusations against even against God's children that they're not going to make it in this thing. I'm here to tell you that the devil is a liar and that you are going to make it. Why? Because as you dwell in the secret place, as you sit enthroned in God's presence, God is going to protect you. He's going to shield you. He's going to hide you from, from the enemy. And what trap that the enemy set for you, you will not be snared by it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That's powerful. And verse four says his massive arms are wrapped around you, protecting you. You can run under his covering of majesty and hide. His arms of faithfulness are a shield keeping you from harm. You got to believe that this is the word. It's settled in heaven. Let it be settled in your heart. You will never worry about an attack of demonic forces at night, nor have to fear a spirit of darkness coming against you. And then it says in the sixth verse, don't fear a thing. That's a declaration. That's an admonishment. That's that's declaring and, and decreeing. Don't you fear a thing. There is nothing. There is nothing that you should fear. Amen. Whether by night or by day, Demonic danger will not trouble you, nor will the powers of evil launch against you. Even in a time of disaster, with thousands and thousands being killed, you will remain unscathed, unharmed. You will be a spectator at the wicked punishment and judgment. 
for they will be paid back for what they have done. When we live our lives within the shadow of God most high, that's key, it's connected to that first verse that says, He's that He that dwelleth in the secret place, or He that sits enthroned. This is connected to that. This saying, when, when we live our lives, that's what you're doing. You're living just like you have a house. You have a house that you come to, you, 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 you live in that house. This house belongs to you. Does God's presence, do you live in the presence of God? Hallelujah. It, it, does his presence belong to you? When we live our lives within the shadow of God most high, our secret hiding place, we will always be shielded from harm. How then could evil prevail against us or disease infect us? God sends angels with special orders to protect you wherever you go, defending you from all harm. If you walk into a trap, they'll be there for you and keep you from stumbling. That means the angels are going to be there for you. So it may seem like some of you, you know, may be in a situation where, where you, you may be even feeling some symptoms and dealing with this virus. That's a trap of the enemy to make you think you're going down. I'm here to tell you that God is sending his angels charge over you to keep you from being snared in this trap. Glory to God. You will even walk unharmed among the fierce powers of darkness, trampling every one of them beneath your feet. For here is what the Lord has spoken to me. Because you have delighted in me as my great lover, I will greatly protect you. I will set you in a high place and safe and secure before my face. I will answer your cry for help every time you pray and you will find and feel my presence, even in your time of pressure and trouble. I will be your glorious hero. Oh my goodness. Glorious hero. Oh God, God, God is my hero. He's my glorious hero. And he says, and give you a feast. You will be satisfied with a full life. That's a promise from God. And with all that I do for you, for you will enjoy the fullness of my salvation. Listen, listen, saints, listen, listen, people of God. This is our truth. This is our plumb line. This is our reality. Now, we're not acting like what's what's going on is not existing. Yeah, it's existing, but it doesn't dictate to us our reality. Glory to God. And so we have to get this word of God. We have to dwell in his presence enough to get this word of God in us that no matter what we see, that no matter what we hear, that no matter what may be said, that, that we're fixed in this. God's got me. Hallelujah. And because you're in his presence, because you're keeping your mind stayed on him, you're going to have that perfect peace that other people may not be able to stay, understand. They're going to question whether you're being insensitive or or, 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 or or not facing what's actually going on in this world. You're not, not uh, facing reality. No, I am facing reality. And reality is this. I recognize what's going on. And sure, yeah, I'm going to use wisdom. I'm going to uh, take the necessary precautions, you know, that, that, that they're prescribing to, uh, to me. But at the same time, I got some necessities that I must have on the inside of me. And that is the word of of God. And that is the presence of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So I want to encourage you. You know, like I said, I've been getting up in the mornings. Now, let me tell you, I had a moment. I had a moment because when you, when, when the news, um, it's to serve its purpose to inform you, 
but not serve its purpose to instill fear. So you got to know when you when, when you need enough information to be informed and when you need to cut it off and say, OK, that's enough, because let me tell you something. They will uh, 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 rehearse and rehearse and rehearse the latest updates over and over and over and over and over again. And, and it's a godly principle that faith comes by hearing. It didn't say, you know, only by the word of God. We want to get our faith by hearing the word of God. But whatever comes in your ear, if you keep hearing it, let me tell you, you're going you to develop faith for it. And so, and so, like I said, it's, it's okay. Get informed. Yeah. But, but learn to know when to cut it off and, and, and say, okay, I understand this is what's going on. Now I know how to pray. Now I know how to go before God and, and to use my spiritual weapon to come against the attacks of the enemy. Amen. Because you know, the word says the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. That means carnality, dealing with the mind, dealing with turmoil in the mind. That's all carnality. Uh, dealing with fear and worry and doubt and other belief. That's carnality of the mind. But the weapons that we've been given Hallelujah, are weapons that are able to tear down things. Hallelujah, that's able to tear down strongholds. And, and, and this, this virus, what's going on, it, it's, 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 it's coming in as a stronghold. And if we as the body of Christ, if we as Christians are not picking up our weapons and recognizing that this is a spiritual warfare, that we are well equipped to fight and not only to fight, but to win, then the enemy will gain more ground than what he than, than what really we should allow him to gain. And so I encourage you, get this word of God. Let it let it resound in your ear. I mean, there, there, you know, like I said, I had a moment where I was listening and I was hearing the updates and, and it was one night I was up late and, and I was thinking about all the different possibilities and all the consequences and different things that were going on. And 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 but in my spirit, the spirit of God within me rose up in me and said, wait a minute, what are you doing, woman of God? What, what, what are you doing when, when you know that, that you have to keep your mind set on me, when you know that you have to protect what's coming in your ear gates and what, what you are allowing uh, to have more of on the inside of you than the word of God? So I had to, I had to ask God, I said, God, I repent, forgive me for that and get myself in line. And even though I was listening to the word and hearing the word of God, I had had to really make a conscious decision. Okay, wait a minute. I mean, let's be real with yourself. Whose report are you believing? You know, and so we'll say things like that as a cliche, but I had to really check myself, say, wait a minute. You know, you, 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 know, you may get this factual evidence, but what do you choose to believe? And what do you choose to continue to, to declare and to decree based on spiritual truths. And so, you know, for the past couple of years, I've been uh, sharing at my church and sharing with the women's ministry, dealing with the mind of Christ. And I'm telling you, y'all, that is our foundation. You got to hold on to those truths that you've received, how the word tells us that we have the mind of Christ. Now, when you just think about it, does the mind of Christ have fear? Is, 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 is Jesus Christ afraid? Is he scared? Is he worried? No, isn't that's not within the mind of Christ. But the word says we have the mind of Christ. So that means if 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 we're checking ourselves and we're checking to see if there's any fear, 
if we're checking to see if are we worried, are we are we concerned to the point where we we we're, 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 we don't know what's going to happen and 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 we're allowing fear to set in, um, we have to check ourselves, you know. And so there's certain things, you know. Uh, as I started out, I, we talked about the scripture in Isaiah 26:3. There's a key word in it. It says "stayed." Uh, when you look in Psalms 91, verse one, it says "dwell." You know, and then as I look at some other scripture, th- there's certain things that that are very definite. They're very strong words that relate to our mind and our position that we ought to be in Christ. Let me share a few more scriptures. And um, in First Peter one thirteen, it says, "Therefore." With minds that are alert and fully sober, set your hope on the grace to be brought before you when Jesus Christ is revealed. In the King James, it talks about gird up the loins of your mind, which when you when you when you see that word gird, that means take a good grip of it, get a grip of, you know, um, what's going on in your mind, the loins, when you talk about the deep, the deep registers, you know, your gut, the, the, the very depth of what's going on on the inside of your mind. You got to get a hold of that and you got to be vigilant. You got to be alert. You got to be sober. Amen. And then in um, um, Philippians 2, 5, it says let, that's another strong word that lets me know that we have uh, a choice. We have we have control over whether we allow the same mind that Christ had has to be in us. So it says, "Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus." So I have a challenge for you. When you hear the updates, when you hear what's going on, when you hear that the numbers are increasing, when you hear these things, what kind of mind are you allowing to be in you? I I I I I uh, I I I provoke you to let the mind of Christ be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Glory to God. Another scripture in Colossians chapter three, verses one through two. This I'm going to read from the Amplified version, and it says, "If then you have been risen with Christ to a new life." thus sharing his resurrection from the dead. You know, we sang that song, uh, I've been risen with Christ, you know, and that I set my affections on things above, not on things of the earth. Come on now, let's not just patty cake with that song. If you've then been risen with Christ, then, then this is what you need to do. It says to aim at and seek the rich eternal treasures that are above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. And then it says this, and set, there's, another, there's that strong word again, set your minds and keep them set on what is above, the higher things, the, the greater truth, hallelujah, not on the things that are on the earth. So you be aware of what's going on, but don't keep your mind set on that. Glory to God. You got to keep your mind set on the truth. Glory to God. And so I just wanted to take a moment just to to provoke you. Um, We have a responsibility. We have a responsibility to keep our minds stayed on him. Why? Because it's not just you. It's not just for you. You got to keep yourself strong and settled in God because others are depending on you. Your family is depending on you. You, you, You have brothers and sisters in Christ that may not be as strong as you are. And so so the word of God talks about 
about bearing up one another when one is weak. So, so, so come on now. We, we, we got to shake ourselves and we have to gather ourselves and we have to uh, be willing to say, okay, look, I got to get myself together. That may mean this, you know, instead of you laying out on the couch, moping and being sad and allowing depression to set in, that may mean you have to get up early, wash your face, put some clothes on, get yourself in a position where you can be the warrior that God has intended for you to be. Amen. I mean, hey, this is things I had to speak to myself because I'm like, oh no, we're not going down like this. And so the world is waiting. The world is waiting and travailing for the manifestations of the sons and the daughters of God. This is our time to shine, y'all. Our, our bishop, he, he ministered a strong word from out of Isaiah 61, where he was letting us know that the, the word of God is true today, where it's, where it's telling us to arise and shine for thy light has come. No, not to shine, to gloat and say, oh, look at how glorious we are. No, a light to shine, to say we have, we have the, we have the spirit of Christ on the inside of us. We have hope on the inside of us. We have salvation on the inside of us. We have encouragement. We have strength on the inside of us. And we're going to use it for this day and for this hour. Hallelujah. To set the captives free to bring deliverance to those who are bound. Glory to God. We're here to to help to lift up the heads of those who are downtrodden and to bring hope to a world that that is looking for answers. There is looking for a way out. And so this is our time to shine. Let me pray with you. Glory to God. Father, I thank you and I praise you for your word, God. Your word is what is changing us, God. And we thank you, God, that your word is active. It's alive. It's shifting, God. Uh, When our flesh and our minds want to go the opposite direction, want to go into the place of hopelessness and want to go into the place of depression. Oh no, it's the word of God that will snatch us out of it every single time. So we give way for the word of God. We give entrance for the word of God. We make the word of God our dwelling place in this hour, God. We make your presence our dwelling place. And not only as we are here, uh, uh, you know, and having to be in our homes uh, because of some of the restrictions that we may be receiving as a requirement, uh, uh, we may not be able to uh, send our children to school, but God, I thank you that this is the right hour to to instill some things even in our children, God. Uh, God, you work out all things together for the good. That is a truth that will not change. So God, we thank you, Lord God, that your word is working in us together for the good, that we won't fall into depression, that we won't fall into hopelessness, that 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 we won't forget who we are in the body of Christ, God. I thank you, God, that 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 as we have listened to this podcast, God, we have a, a holy indignation that is stirring up on the inside of us to, to seek your face 
and say, God, what's, what, what is it that you have for me to do in this hour? Who is it that you have for me to call and to encourage? Who is it that you have for me to go and to bring some groceries and, and to bring some hope to God? Who is it that you have me to be assigned to God, to minister to? Who is it that you have for me to be a light, to, 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 be, to be an example of, of, of staying strong in you, Father? Who is it, God, that you have assigned us to? So we thank you, God, that, that we're locating where our minds are, God. It will dwell in your secret place. It will dwell in your presence. It will be set on your word. It w- we will gird it up, God, and we will aim our, our minds and our hearts and our intellect and our emotions, God, on your word, Father. So we thank you for it, God, and we thank you for your spiritual truth in your word in Psalms 91, God, that lets us know how you protect us, how you send your angels charge over us, God, how you will keep us from falling. And we thank you for that. We give you glory. And I declare and decree that this is our greatest hour, Father, and that we will not sound retreat, that we will not be a a, a hermits, that we will not uh, hide under a stone. But God, we will cry loud. God, we will, in the name of Jesus, be on assignment and be vigilant. Hallelujah for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. This has been another episode of Changing Lives. Be sure to subscribe to stay updated on new episodes. Also, find us on the web at mountgileadfgim.org and follow us on Instagram at mountgileadfgim.